and welcome to HopeForMe.Live, a new national ministry designed to bring healing to the nations through the power of the Word of God, through counseling, and through pastoral support. Our number is 657-HAPPY-ME. Feel free to call that number if you need to speak to a trained volunteer counselor. The website is HopeForMe.Live today. We are going to be talking about one of the most common issues that people go through and also one of the most common reasons that people go to see a counselor um, or go see a pastor, and that is worry and anxiety. It's something that we've covered uh, several times in the past uh, through these podcasts. Today, we're going to go through um, eight questions about this, and this is putting Angie on the spot. <laughs> Angie's thrilled about it, I can tell you. <laughs> now, we're going to start with the definition Um because there's a difference between worry and anxiety. I think most Americans don't know that. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a, a big difference between the two. Right. Right. So let's start with worry. Um, typically, when, you're, when you have worry, um, then you, there's something to be worried about. There's, there's something happening in your life, an event, um, something coming up. Um, that you are you have concerns about or or have a little fear mm -hmm. um, but you typically can relate it to something mm -hmm. anxiety on the other hand is that's not always the case it's a deeper level of worry and some it comes upon you almost um, instantly sometimes you don't even know why and your mind isn't thinking <clears throat> about something in particular to worry about it just no. hits you right it's like a snowball it, it's you're worrying about nothing and everything at the same time so it's just a real deep level of, of worry and concern. And again, sometimes you don't know why, and you tend to start um, trying to figure out why. So what happens is you think about all the things that, be, that are wrong in your life, mm -hmm. um, and it just takes it to a deeper level. It kind of snowballs. Mm -hmm. So it can be um, a long-term issue, actually, where worry can usually be fixed or worked through, and it's, it's typically a short-term. So worry is certainly something everybody goes through. Um, anxiety is something that people don't go through nearly as much as worry. I mean, for example, everybody's going to worry, but not everybody's going to go through that deeper, deeper level of anxiety that you're talking right, about. Right, right, okay. right. There are people that are actually diagnosed with, with anxiety and, um, and have um, multiple levels of anxiety. So, it, it, you know, so, so yes, worry, there is, is um, if, if, you don't, if you don't deal with the worry, um, it can turn into anxiety. Okay. You know, so, so, but it's kind of like the, the lower level um, before it hits anxiety. All right. So kind of like I'm thinking of a piggy bank. I know this is the weirdest thing, but it makes sense to me. So you got a piggy bank, it's empty, and then you put a coin in it. Each coin is a coin of worry. Mm. And then you just keep putting coins in and keep putting coins in. Next thing you know, the piggy bank is full of coins, full of worry, and that's where the anxiety comes in. Right. It can be very heavy to carry Did around. Did you like that one? Um, I, I never Yes, mind. that's very interesting. All right, next. <laughs> so what are the most common things people worry about? I um, mean, I'm sure that this is, you, you, can, you can think of anything, but there's got to be the big ones that really send people to the point where they're like, I might need to go to see a, see a therapist. Right. I, th I think re relationships is a common okay. worry. People worry about their relationships and 
um, where it's going to go and, and where it's at now. I mean, it could be, it just depending on, on your relationship and your situation. Mm -hmm. I think people worry a lot about finances, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's, uh, finances can be very scary for some people. And isn't it interesting, but I think true that it doesn't matter how much money you necessarily have. You can worry about finances being very poor or very rich. Right. Either way. Yeah. I know that poor people are going, huh? Right. Every, you know, it's all relative. Everybody has their issues and, and their fears and their worries. Um, and so, yeah, be, being a rich person or having a lot of money does not um, make you exempt from, from worry. And mm -hmm. it doesn't make your life perfect. There are issues that come up. And so it's, like I said, it's, it's ever, everybody has a different level of what that looks like, you know, and you, you may be worried about your job or mm -hmm. things that are happening at work, you know, so, so it can come, those, those are the, probably the, the three. top, yeah. top relationships, ones yeah. you know, your job and money. Those mm -hmm. are, those are three that certainly make sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So how can a counselor help? So people are thinking, do I need to go see a counselor? Maybe this is, they, they sense this is getting out of control and they can't seem to help themselves. So they're at their wits end. Right. All right. So what would they expect? You know, and there's obviously different counselors. You're a Christian counselor. Right. Okay. So you're not a clinical counselor and right. there, there, there is a difference. Absolutely. Um, but, but how, how can a counselor help in this situation? Right. So, so when we worry, we tend to really get in our head and our, meaning that our, our thoughts are kind of just going round and round mm -hmm. because worry also relates to fear. Mm -hmm. And you're, so the high emotion kind of disrupts your, your ability to process uh, well and think things through because you're worried and you're fearful. So what a counselor can do is a counselor can kind of help you take those thoughts out, mm -hmm. lay them on the table, and start to put them in a place where you can really look at them and start dealing with them. You can start addressing your your fears, your worries. We a lot of people worry because they they fear the unknown mm -hmm. of things that are not are, are they're not sure how things are going to turn out or where things are going to go. And so what a counselor does is they can help you go through that process and figure out the roots of those fears or worries. You can get that jumble thinking out of your head and, and, and order it for you so you can start to begin to think clearly. I, I, you just spoke what I was about ready to say about the jumbled thinking. Your thinking gets knotted up where you right. can't think clearly. And one of the ways that a Christian counselor, a, a clinical counselor, even a, you know, a, a pastor who has some experience in this, mm -hmm. can what they can do is they can help you process those right. by taking each one of those, laying them out so you can process them clearly right. instead of being in that jumbled mess of fear. And you had said it relates to fear. Is it true that all worry has some foundation in fear? I would say so. I would Which say so. Which makes it a spiritual issue the majority of the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would say that um, that's what happens. You're, you're fearing something that you don't know or understand or are worried that's going to happen. So, yes, fear is definitely a basis of worry. Okay. And by the way, what you hear in the background is construction. Uh, <laughs> oh, how else to say it? Maybe move a little closer to the microphone. Okay, that sure. would make it a little better for everybody. All right. So I know a lot of people who are listening to the show right now, um, they're, they're confused. Do I go see a psychiatrist? Do I go see a psychologist? Do I go see a counselor? Do I go see a Christian counselor? Do I go see my pastor? People don't really fully understand the difference. Mm -hmm. and, and they just, they want to do the right thing. Right. And I think the best question for you is what is the biggest difference between a Christian counselor as yourself 
and a secular counselor. Right. I, I don't I don't think there's a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. I, I think they both have value and they add to I think I think they add to. So so a, a, a secular counselor or a psychiatrist or therapist, they all have been trained. They they've gone to school, they've learned different methods and um just different, different you paid a lot of money yeah. for that education <laughs> right and we value them because yeah. because they've spent their time and they they care about people and they they definitely want to help and so they've learned they learn different um human nature and way, ways people think and act and um so they're they're very well trained in that the dynamic of a christian counselor or a prayer counselor is yes they can take you through all those things as well but then they have that that extra you know, um, Christian biblical advice that they can give you. They, mm-hmm. they are, can go into the word of God and they can glean on what he has to say about your issues and the things you're concerned about. We can offer prayer. Um, so we can partner with you in your spiritual beliefs as well, not just the clinical side, um, of the issues that you need help with, but also the spiritual side. So I think it just adds to it's both. And, mm-hmm. um, and so what, Either way, whatever you decide to do, any kind of counseling and and partnering with people to help you through your issues is really good. Is it fair to say that the Christian counselor, let's say the secular counselor, you know, is going to say, okay, well, this is rooted in fear, Mm -hmm. okay? But with them, they can help you process through it, unravel it. Right. But dealing with the root cause of the fear, which is primarily spiritual, um, they're not going to have that extra thing right. there for you to to help you get over that hump. Is that fair to say? Right. I mean, um I mean, let the Lord take away your fears. Right. Put faith in there because the faith is something that is so effective in getting rid of fears or managing fears and that kind of thing. They're not going to have that supernatural side of it. And that does change things somewhat. Techniques may be the same, but the foundation has changed some. Right. I mean, you have to have someone that has that belief system so mm-hmm. they can go there. Mm-hmm. So um, the the um, licensed counselor is going to do their training. They even might be a Christian, but are they allowed to practice that Right. Um, at that point? Um, so if you go to a Christian counselor, because that's the dynamic you're looking for, you're looking for that spiritual partnership um, and helping you get through. And you're, you're right. Fear is definitely um, a spiritual issue. Um, and it needs to be dealt with that way. And the, that's not my stomach. The construction is getting <laughs> louder and louder. Okay, common symptoms. What are the common symptoms um, of, let's, let's focus on anxiety. Okay, so anxiety, um, there, there are so many. There, there's different symptoms and people have them differently. But mostly, Is there a big three? Um, mostly it's, it's unexplained worry Mm -hmm. that it it helps you, it it makes you not be able to function to the point where you not functioning well daily. Your emotions are overwhelming. You kind of feel, um, you can even have physical, um, issues with, with anxiety. Let me back you up. Yeah. Let me get back you up. Cause you, you, you jump from one thing to the other. And I want to go back to that one thing you were talking about. They don't function right. Are they in a position where they can't think straight because of it, and and therefore they don't even they can they don't even make logical decisions about their life, and they become like captured by this. Right. The the worry, especially if you have like an episode, if you have an anxiety episode where something's or anxiety ha- attack, where, where attack that's come over you, 
you're frozen, you don't even know what to do next, your emotion has overtaken you, your fear has overtaken you, um, you know, you're, you're just frozen in your thoughts, um, you can even be nauseous, mm -hmm. you can get, you can have physical issues where you're feeling some numbness, um, so it just, you're, you're just frozen in that space. Um, until it passes or someone works it through with you. And so it's just this huge amount of, of worry and stress that you can't even maybe put your finger on where it's coming from, but it just comes over you like a wave. Mm. What, yeah. are, what are some common mistakes that people make dealing with this? Because since it's so common in our culture and there's a limited number of counselors, there's a limited number of people who will even be willing to see a counselor, uh, I assume that there's a lot of mistakes that people make dealing with this maybe the first most important one is they don't right so that would be it that they don't deal with it a lot of people maybe are embarrassed or ashamed that they have anxiety mm -hmm. they could see it as a point of weakness mm -hmm. um and so they don't want to talk to people about it they want, don't want people to know so i think that is probably the first and foremost thing is is that's a huge mistake um, anxiety does not go away on its own mm -hmm. worry can you can process through worry you mm -hmm. can find ways to deal with it um, but anxiety is something that doesn't go away on its own. You do need some help with that. You need to help process, find the root of the anxiety. Um, and, and you can't do that on your own, especially since anxiety is the thing that freezes you and doesn't help you think well and, and kind of you get lost in your fear. So you, you need help with that. And that's probably the most common mistake is people don't get the help they need. Um, and they don't take care of themselves. Um, when you have anxiety, you kind of live from attack to attack rather than um, and, and so you're just um, almost just surviving instead mm -hmm. of actually living life mm -hmm. um, and so there's very little self-care so I think that that is like the biggest mistake that people make so people um, if, if they're you know very involved in their church real strong Christians oftentimes the first place um, that people go for these issues they'll come in and they'll speak to their pastor or right. somebody in the church um, and let's say they've done that and there, there just hasn't been any help. What would you, what would you say to that person? I would say not give up to keep trying and to keep talking to people. I would say seek out people that ha have dealt with anxiety themselves and found ways through it and found some support. Um, don't be afraid to keep talking about it to mm -hmm. anybody and everybody that could maybe be helpful to you. Um, continue to get prayer. I would say that um, I, I know that's a hard thing to do when you have anxiety, but um, there you have to deal with the root of it. So uh -huh. find someone that's going to help you process through that. I'm not afraid to when I'm counseling with someone and I have not, we've not been able to get somewhere. I'm not afraid to say, okay, well, let's try this other thing or go to this other person that has experience, more experience right. with that. So as a count, as a, as a Christian counselor, um, that's something I'm not afraid to do because the goal is to get help wherever you can. Some of my pastor friends, um, when they encounter or myself included, but when they encounter someone that they cannot help, they generally already have people right. that are in the pipeline that they will send them to. Right. And so I want everybody to know, you know, not every person, not every person who is a pastor or a youth pastor or whatever you want to put, your, you know, put a title in, in, with your name, not everyone is qualified 
to deal with these issues. Right. And there are going to be some pastors that are much more qualified than others. And you might have one that's just simply not qualified. That doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they don't have those giftings and the tools to help. Or the don't stop there. Maybe. Or the experience. Right. So don't stop there. Okay. Don't assume, oh my goodness, no one can help me. No, there are people. You just need someone with more training and someone who has that experience. Right, right, right. All right. Um, next, can there be complete healing from anxiety? Because there's a lot of people out there are, learn to live with it, um, and they don't believe that they can really be healed. Yeah, the learning to live with it, I think, keeps you from your healing. I absolutely yeah. believe that it can be healed um, 100%. I do. I, 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 it might not be overnight. It might be a process. It might take some time. It could be overnight um, if, if, you know, healing goes that way. But I'm just saying that it, I think when you get in that mindset of, well, this is just something I have to learn to live with, you're keeping yourself from that healing. There is health and wholeness um, apart from anxiety. Yeah, and I think, folks, if you're dealing with this, do not allow, allow this just to be the status quo of your life. It, it's just, it's not the way God designed life. Right. Okay. He has, he, his, his, his desire for you is to live a life worry and carefree as much as humanly possible in your current situation. Right. And when right. I say that, I, I preface that just because we're going to worry there's, you know, but, but allowing it to get into that anxiety or, or allowing it to just fester and, and stew just kind of creates that poisonous environment that can lead to so many other mental health issues, right. including depression. Right. All right, last question for you. Good coping mechanisms. So let's say that you're starting the process. It's not like one, you know, you go to go to a, a pastor or a counselor, psychiatrist, and, you know, 45 minutes later you're healed. That can happen, especially if there's a supernatural touch from God, which right. can happen. But in general, this is something that takes time. What are good coping mechanisms that people can deal with now to deal with them. And by the way, when you answer this, she's not answering this to say, don't get help. Right. She's answering this so that you learn how to cope with it while you're getting help. Right. So let's look at worry. So if you just, if you do have worry and, and worry is a difficult thing for anybody to deal with, um, you know, you're going to want to, when you have those t times of worry, you're going to want to look at, okay, what is my fear? You're, you're going to want to process in that way. What is my fear? What am I fearful for? You want to start thinking about it logically. Um, try to override that emotion of fear and, and start just thinking about make up, maybe make a list of things you're concerned about. And um, are there lies you're believing? What are some truths I can really look at to help me refocus? Um, and then talk to somebody, talk to a friend, process it out loud with somebody. Those are ways to get through those, those, um, bouts of worry and stress. If there's anything you can do, just take little steps towards working out those issues, the thing that you're worried about. What is it that you can do? Have I done everything that I can do? Those kinds of things are things that can help you. But if you're looking at anxiety, um, when you're having these anxiety attacks, um, in the moment when you're having an anxiety attack, they say to do things like drink a big glass of water, 
Um, take deep breaths. Take deep breaths. Go go to um, a, a space where there's not a lot of clutter or um, a lot of noise. No happening. stimuli, right? Yeah, so and, and into just a meditation or go into state. a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Um, try to invite someone in to walk you through it, to be with you. Um, those kinds of things concentrate on maybe, you know, I know this sounds crazy, but, um, I was in a situation where someone was having an anxiety attack and I just counted with them. You know, I just counted with them. I think we got to like 40 and they started breathing easily. Did they pay you to do that? <laughs> they did. I did not ask for care. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so, so sometimes it's just refocusing, focusing on one thing so they're not trying to focus on everything. All right, so here's something crazy. A couple weeks ago, uh, I blew my shoulder out. Not blew it out, but, you know, I, I have, uh, um, it hurts, okay? Yeah. And um, can't play tennis and that's my... That's how I get my exercise, which really helps me clear my head. Right. So I've noticed in the past couple of weeks that I've allowed the things that, um, I don't have anxiety, but yeah, sure, I worry about things on occasion, but I've noticed that I have more worry in my life than I did a couple weeks ago. Mm. Could part of that be because I'm not getting my the exercise that helps blow that off, blow that steam off? I don't know. I, I think a little bit could be the physical aspect, but there could be also more of craziness what, in my life. Happening what happens life? if I don't play tennis, you know, um, could this happen or that happen? It's something you love so much. And mm-hmm. so when that's gone, um, yeah, you could worry about what, how am I going to get my exercise now? Or now I have to worry about what, how I eat and you know, that kind of thing. And so Got to limit it can... my chocolate intake. <laughs> Right, because that was that's been your major major source of you know exercise and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So it just depends on what it means to you emotionally, um, how you're going to process that whole thing. All right, Angie, thank you so very much, so folks. There's a uh, eight questions about worry and anxiety. I think it's a, a great satellite view of the subject. If you are dealing with these issues, we do want to help you. You can go to our website. And you can call the number at 657-HAPPY-ME. We're available. We would love to help you walk through this, and not just on a short-term basis, but possibly on a longer-term basis, depending on our schedules. Go to the website again, hopeforme.live, and on that you will find so many tools, especially under radio broadcast, where all of their content is located. We thank you for joining us, and do understand that the Lord is very, very much intimately involved in each one of our lives, and he does not want you to live a life that is characterized by deep worry and anxiety. We'll talk to you next time.